Hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Breaking Podcast. We are here at the No Breaking HQ for some guests that have been very kind enough to take time out of their incredibly short stay to stop by the house to jump on it for a quick podcast. So, guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having, having us, us man. Yeah. Uh, so, firstly, how was it in coming in from Florida? Uh, it was a long flight. <laughs> Not too long, but it, it felt a lot longer than it was. Yeah. Who did you fly in with? Flow of spirit, man. Spirit. It's the only way to go. <laughs> taxis of the sky. Yeah, the taxi of the sky, the, <laughs> yes. the bus of the skies. Yeah. I guess that, that's, that is one way of putting it. Um, but so, what are you guys here for then? Uh, we're here for Tuner Evo, Tuner Evolution uh, car show. Mm-hmm. That's the primary reason, but um, just kind of here. To, we use that as an excuse to come out here and just enjoy the city. That's because you don't get much sunshine over in where you guys are from, right? <laughs> exactly. Of course. Yeah. Can always use some other sunshine from exactly. somewhere else. Yeah, and a little bit of time difference. So, so I've been very, very rude here. So it should be the, uh, this are you guys from the uh, Charis Culture. Is that trying to pronounce it, but doing a terrible, <laughs> terrible job? Uh, it's 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 Karis culture, but a lot of people say Cherish. I mean, uh, when you read it, you know, look, it's it my, seems that way. It's my funny accent as well that puts everything to no, shame. It's, it's right. my it's my being a foreigner at all. But uh, so let's make it easy then to try and introduce you guys, then to so our listeners know who who we're talking to here. So my name is Charles. Um, I pretty much uh, I started the Karis culture, um, and. Um, I don't want to say I run it because we all run it together, but I founded it and put it together, and uh, pretty much that's what I do. As far as what I do within the the brand, I do photography, I do a little bit of cinematography, uh, web development, design, engineering, uh, pretty much all those things. And then I'm Steve. I guess you could say I'm the creative director of the Garris Culture, lead photographer, or uh, the... <laughs> the uh, director of photography in that case or creative director of photography and I do web development design we've come from you know, that background so a lot of that is pretty much what we love doing along with cars alright so I like to think I'm the latest addition to the cars culture mm-hmm. um, so I mean, you're the latest and greatest is what we should say then yeah you can say that of course I am the greatest. I like uh, he's, he, he's, he's the baby of the family. Am I boasting? No. Yeah, um, he, he's the baby of the family. Yeah. I'm the youngest one, too, probably. Yeah. Um, I mainly do photography. Photography is the main thing I do. And social media manager. Ooh. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Very, very important task. Yeah. yeah. Super important these days. You've yeah. got to get those all about the gram. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's not about anything else anymore. It's, it mostly, the gram. it's all about the gram, yeah. right? It's true. Uh, but uh, anyways, but... Let's take a step back, though, and, and how did you guys all end up in this sort of position where you are now? Um, so, see if I can start from the beginning. Uh, I first started uh, the brand, actually, as a company called Karis Motorsports. Mm-hmm. It was uh, with my friend David, um, a good buddy of mine, and we were pretty much selling parts and, and, you know, had like a little, kind of like a little shop, so to speak. And, you know, I was involved with shops prior to that, so I... um a long time ago, I filed bankruptcy, so I just had a, I just pretty much hit the reset button, and I wanted to get back into it mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And you know, as I was doing it, it was fun, but I was like, uh, it's 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 cool, but it just wasn't where I really wanted to be. And then I was like, okay, so let's let's see what we can do to to grow this. So I said, okay, let's put together a blog. You know, obviously, not you know naturally, you would think that okay, 
by putting together a blog and putting out content, it'll bring more people to any brand associated with what with with what with, with, with what you're trying to point out. But that took off and yeah, it just kind of became its own its own thing. Its own entity. Yeah, its own entity. Speak. Yeah, it just it was just a natural it had such a natural growth. So you know, David and I, we we pretty much split ways from the business side. I mean, we're still great friends. We just decided to go a different route, and then we just focused on the blog. And I was working at a company called Sapient. Well, I still work there, um, pretty much doing web development, engineering, and stuff like that. And I I met Steve, and I said, "Hey, I'm into cars, and this is what I'm doing." And we hit it off. And so yeah, I kind of brought him into this world, and. That's pretty much it. It's not much more complicated than that. And I'm just glad that Steve's still friends with you after bringing him in and dragging him and making him do all these things. <laughs> barely. Barely. Just sometimes. Sometimes still heated conversations in the car behind the scenes, maybe. Uh, no, not not that. But it's, uh, you know, everyone's in a, everyone's their own individual. So you're always going to have, you know, we're all our own person. But Of course. Yeah. And then, so Steve, so what was it that, that sort of pushed you in this direction then? It's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny because as... Charlton had mentioned is we met at work and I've always been a huge car enthusiast mm-hmm. uh, I grew up my father was a photographer as a kid I used to go with him when I was a kid so I used to go with him on shoots and I would be handing him lenses and stuff like that so photography for me was just very natural so he was like you know why don't you come out to some of these events you know that we've been doing he's like oh by the way I just bought a uh, you had an SC at the time yeah yeah and he's like I just got an SC and I'm like oh wow that's you know who has those these days and um then we, we just continue talking cars and stuff like that so next thing i know i'm going out with him and we're doing a whole bunch of stuff with cars like drifting locally and everything like that so i'm like i'll bring my camera along so i start taking photos things along that nature and one you know one thing leads to another and all of a sudden it's like you know the full-blown blog everything like that and because i've been such a huge car guy it was like a natural fit for me it's like just start doing photography with cars and now over to the baby at the bunch. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I met I met Steve before Charles actually. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We met through a mutual friend at a car show, of course, in Florida. And ever since then, we just like exchanged information, started hanging out, doing the same, taking pictures of cars, going to events, you know. And ever since then, we just hit it off. Been together ever since. Yeah. Oh, it's a It's funny. It's yeah. Been what, like eight years? Eight years now. Yeah. Maybe longer. It's pretty. It was yeah. It's all pretty simple. It's all very natural, which is very cool. Yeah. And so, how many guys have you got that work like as a whole then? Oh, no. <sighs> Man, I mean, that like would add to the blog. Or it's, a, co- it's a collective. Yeah, it's sure. a collective. Definitely collective. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, man, I would think an additional four to five people that are pretty consistent. Yeah. 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 It's. Yeah, like we got a new guy that we met last year at Dostrin Treffen down in Miami, Antonio. Mm-hmm. He drove down from Tampa for it, and he was the only other lunatic that was walking around at like 5 a.m. taking pictures of Porsches. Yeah. And we just hit it off immediately, and we just started talking, and he just hung out with us the entire day. And so where is so, the, where's, everyone, where's everyone else based, I should say? Because if you guys are all based in... Is it everyone in Florida or is it everyone all over? Yeah, everyone's in Florida. Majority in Florida, yeah. Yeah, different parts of Florida. South Florida, you know, he's more 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 north and west uh, and west <laughs> but uh yeah pretty much between miami and orlando is pretty much where everyone is situated yeah. and and so what events have you guys got planned to attend then for 2019 which are the ones that are the highlights the ones that are standing out for you at this point in time 
Man, um, well, obviously, I mean, imagine you're gonna be quite busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely trying to travel more. You know, obviously, we you know we're here right now for Tuner Evo. Uh, SEMA is always a thing that we do. Yeah, SEMA is um, always. You know, last year we did Quail mm-hmm. and Pebble Beach. Um, so right now we're just kind of playing it by ear. I think we're gonna do uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, car show over there. There's a potential of doing uh, Tuner Evo, Puerto Rico, and um, what was the other one? There was. Let me see. So pretty much, yeah, just 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 a lot of car shows right now, and then we're slowly trying trying to get into a little bit more racing. Okay. Um, we we you know one one of our guys who contributes on 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 the race content, you know, he does a lot of like HSR and and stuff in Daytona and the Rolex Twenty Four and things like that. So we're just trying to you know I think incorporate that where all of us can go or more of us can go as opposed to just one individual. So we're gonna focus on a lot of that, like the Rolex Twenty Four, Daytona, a lot a lot more racing definitely. And sure, so how does it find, that you will find the difference between, say, when producing a blog, um, the idea of obviously taking the photos which everyone enjoys and then the writing that goes along with the photos that sometimes not everyone quite enjoys writing about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I think the formula that we found from the beginning that works for us has just been telling a story uh-huh. and telling our experience. Mm-hmm. So not so much going around and giving the specifics of this car because you know there's a lot of blogs that do that like this is from this year and it has this product and that's cool but for us it's been this is the event we went to this is our experience you know we got a little bit of that we'll meet a driver an owner of a race team or owner of a build and we'll get to talk to them but it's 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 been more about our our overall experience as opposed to the details and the mechanics of the car because you know, everyone has an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, everyone's like, okay, you want to learn about this car? Just you know, look at the Instagram. Look at yeah. the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Check out, exactly. you know, the owner, the builder will, for the most part, have all that stuff. So for us, it's been okay. You know, we're just going to talk about our experience and our story. And that's been pretty cool. So just a lot of storytelling about the events. And, uh, yeah, just putting it out there and make people feel like they're there with us or, oh, wow, I need to go to that event. Yeah. And then, obviously, when we met uh, last year at SEMA, thanks to uh, Big Mike yep, um, and his wonderful party that he hosts, which was, a, I mean, look, it was a fun night. What can I say? So many, uh, uh, who knew Tapas was so good in Vegas? Yeah, that, that was the first time I've had that it. place is amazing. Yeah, and it was, well, it was nice, easy walking distance for me, so I couldn't complain. But uh, when we first started talking there, we talked about some of the projects that we've been working on, uh, especially the one that when we talked about for Monterey, um, but what are some of the other ones or other projects that you have worked on that you've really enjoyed or that, that you can talk about? I mean, that, that one in Monterey was pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, that one was, was, was very fun. And I think if we, you know, we'll get into more detail of that. Steve can speak, can speak more into that because he, he led up that project. As far as other stuff, um, you know, although we are a blog and we do a lot of photography, you know, our main focus is, is technology. Mm-hmm. So one of one one of the clients that we have now that's been a lot of fun is a motorcycle rental company in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and we actually got flown out to Asheville, North Carolina, and we got to uh, they pretty much drove us around the tail of the dragon. Uh, one of the main photographers there, Daryl, he runs a company called Killboy, and he pretty much runs the tail of the dragon. I don't know if you're familiar with the tail of the dragon. So yeah, they pretty much, man, he took us out there on the wet road and he was whipping us around the dragon and it was absolutely incredible. And it was absolutely at the correct speeds. 
obviously. Of course. Of course. Yes. You know, at, at speed, but in the rain, everything feels... Much, much faster. <laughs> everything feels yes. much, much faster. Absolutely. Especially and when you don't see uh, guardrails on the Yeah, edge. when you don't see any guardrails, <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Even, again, just driving the speed limit is scary because yeah. in Florida, yeah. everything is flat. Yeah. So that was quite the experience. But that's been a really cool project because we're doing the website, we're doing photography, you know, we're working on cinematography and producing video as well. So that's been really cool. So when will that all go sort of live then, I should say? Um, right now, we're essentially building their entire e-commerce platform mm-hmm. where, you know, they're gonna, you're going to be able to go and rent motorcycles online and you're going to be able to see all of the media that we have been producing ourselves and working with their team. And that should be live probably in the next month or so. And what's the, is the bike only based in North Carolina or is it else everywhere as other places as well? It's all within North Carolina and Tennessee. But okay. they do have, yeah, they have multiple locations yeah. throughout that you can well, Can we talk from. about them or is that... Yeah, 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 absolutely. yeah, yeah. It's all in North Carolina. It's a company called Wolf Creek Rentals. Okay, and yeah, it's all pretty much in North Carolina, in Tennessee, and in South Carolina. And it's and yeah, it's it's a very awesome place. Um, it's also they also have a company called the Iron Horse Lodge, mm-hmm. which is again a lodge for motorcycles for motorcycle riders going through the area. And anyone who rides a motorcycle, you know, in the mo- for the most part, would know that Tail of the Dragon is an extremely popular area. Yeah, I've seen, I've certainly seen lots and lots of footage on it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those ones I'd really like to drive. Yeah, and it's it's there's nothing I can say that can match it. You just got to go experience it. Yeah, you have to. It's it's incredible. And then, so what are some of the other projects you've had to work on then as well? Yeah, you can speak on the Monterey and the Creative Workshop. Well, yeah, for one, uh, I would say which kind of led to the Monterey Adventure was uh, Creative Workshop is one of our clients that we've been working with for a few years at this point. And that was all because of a uh, Cars and Coffee mistake, I guess you could say. It was like we were supposed to go to Cars and Coffee down in Miami. Then I found out there was one right by my house. So I went over there and it turned out to be the Creative Workshop. And uh, it's a whole bunch of classic cars or classic cars is an understatement one-offs and extremely rare cars so i went there i took a bunch of photos wrote an article and sent it over to the owner jason and from that point on we just had this conversation just kept going and next thing you know we're talking about the redesign of our personal website and that led to oh you guys build websites like yeah he's like well my website needs some work so we discussed that and next thing we know we're building his website so we wound up again creating content and structure to build out his entire website and that was a lot of fun because we got to also produce a video for his entire shop to show everything off and kind of give everybody a, an experience of what it's like in this place because it really is unlike any place you've seen before and the the building itself is also like about 100 years old yeah so the, like an old, it's like an old barn i think is what it is yeah like an, yeah. like an old barn pretty much or like an old grain silo so the place has it's this amazing feeling and it's just we try to convey that with everything that we are doing around it so as time goes on we've been working like i said we've been working for a while and that's what led to the project with the the ferrari 330 gt special which we built an entire website dedicated to it and built all the media around it so in that aspect, it was a lot of fun because we were pretty much driving the entire creative experience around it. We got to do all the tech on it. We got to do all the cinematography, working closely with our cinematographer, Dimitri, and our wonderful drone team, Lewis and Caesar. And it was just one of those situations where just all of this creative freedom just came together. And it's like those are the types of things that we really love to do because we're now 
controlling how everything looks and how we're going to house everything so that way everything works for what we envision. And so, and did that, didn't you have the, it go on for when you did this, uh, the special on the Ferrari? Wasn't it for a, web, uh, a publication as well that you did it for? Yes. So it's, it's, it's pretty crazy the way that everything worked out is because during the process of building out the entire, uh, I guess, media package for the car, we, uh, they were, uh, Creative Workshop was approached to do a, uh, a TV special on Velocity. Mm-hmm. So we wound up being able to shoot that as well. So Dimitri and I were involved with doing the, the actual uh, production, uh, the video production with the production company New Dominion. So that was a wonderful experience for us because we got to make a reality TV show or docu reality, and it was uh, what afforded us the opportunity to go to the Quail and Pebble Beach because not only were they featuring the Ferrari, but they were also at the same time building out a 1921 Kissel Goldbug that went to Pebble Beach and wound up winning best in class. So it was quite an amazing experience. And that car was being built over the course of, I think it was about eight months. And we got to pretty much see it from a frame all the way to the Concours um, completion. Yeah, and he's got a pretty good rate, uh, ratio of uh, wins to cars, right? Oh, absolutely. The Jason's shop is like, just they're world-renowned. Yeah, but I think that at Pebble, he hasn't lost, right? For the cars he's put there, is there always one class or something like that? He's, he's always won something yeah. at, 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 uh, at Pebble, and a majority of them are either best in class. So it's, it's pretty incredible. So it, it gives everyone that's listening that you guys have a pretty good breadth of what the work that you're doing on there. I mean, obviously, if you're covering motorcycles, classic cars, the tuna stuff. I mean, so what is it that you guys enjoy, and the Porsche stuff, I should say, as well, or Porsche, as people like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Porsche, yep. yeah. Um, okay, I've got to stick to my guns, it's fine. That's but uh, what is it that you guys partic- like for your personal things, or the personal passion projects that you like yourselves? Man, um, I think it's just creating art, yeah. you know, and, you know, obviously, being in, in the tech industry, you know, working full-time in the regular career... Um, you know, you don't you don't always get the opportunity to do something really fun, mm-hmm. you know, and and, yeah. that, and that's that's pretty much a standard for anything you do, you know. I don't yeah. unless you're an Uber billionaire, <laughs> well, uh, or, or a podcast billionaire, <laughs> or, or a podcast I mean, that too, yeah. exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you're definitely uh, living a much better life than all of us. Yeah, but um, yeah, you know, so we don't always get that opportunity. So when we're, and I think one of the 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 aspects that he mentioned is very important just having that creative freedom mm-hmm. is yeah. absolutely incredible because it's nice being your own boss yeah absolutely yeah. and we're able to not only take you know not only to do a session of photography and video but do it with something in mind okay we're going to take this photo with the intention of placing it here of you know putting it here on the website of rep- of representing this of being used in, in in this way in that way so that's just I think so as far as going to our passion project and what we love it's just that is creating art and creating content and using all of the abilities that we have which stems from you know being behind a camera you know shooting video to actually using technology and coding and development and creating digital infrastructures and things like that so. Right now, you could say we're kind of just working towards moving away from just being a blog into creating an agency where although we can do this work for any type of business, we really want to focus on the automotive industry because we feel we can provide you know, something with exceptional quality from the media to the technology to the development to just on every, on every level of it. 
And you know, so that's been just a lot of fun to really grow our brand and our skill sets and and pretty much our, and everything that represents us. Yeah, I mean, and the the brand is pretty on point. I mean, the website's great, the blog, I should say, and then obviously I follow the Instagrams, and, and I mean, I like it. So oh, thank you very thank much. You. I mean, yeah. we yeah, we've been blessed to you know to have a lot of uh, a lot of fans and 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 the people that we have met, you know, and it's just it's just been absolutely incredible. We come to the West Coast and people know who we are. Yeah. And that's awesome, you know? So I always say, like, you know, you can buy trophies, but you can't buy respect. So we try to show people respect and let our work speak for itself. You know, we may not have millions of followers, but, you know, we have relationships with very important people who appreciate what we do. And that's much more valuable than pretty much anything on on social media right now. Look, I can't say that enough. I mean, I've got a shout out to all my followers, which is my mom. Dad, my wife, uh, Cranky Mel, and Radar Magdave. I mean, they're my fa- they're my followers right there. That's a family. Yeah, we're a tight knit group. We try and build it from there. But um, we'll do it. Look, yeah. it's it's all you can do, right? Yeah. Then they can retire my podcast millions. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but what? No, but so what do you guys drive then? Just in the the day to day. Man, um, just. Well, right now, I personally work a full-time job, mm-hmm. and then I work at this full-time. Yeah. So what keeps me going, I mean, you know, I have my wife and my two kids, so I'm just yeah, trying, just to, a- I'm trying to provide for them. I mean, that, that's a standard, but I want to just be able to be in a position where I can utilize uh, my skill set with a little bit more freedom, mm-hmm. and that's what me personally, I'm working towards in the brand. And one of the secondary things is I want to make everyone around me successful. Yeah. You know, and everyone, you know, I, I want to show loyalty to everyone and just put in everyone in a position where they can find something that makes them happy and create content, you know, and just create it at a really high level because anyone can create it with quantity in mind, but you know, let, let's, let's do it once. Let's do it right. And then when you're not obviously creating uh, or working on the website, what cars are you guys all driving or playing with? I should say, uh, me personally, I have a Mark four Supra. Mm-hmm. So I'm, um, I've been building that, and that's been a tough one because the super value has been going through the roof. Oh, the super, the super tax. <laughs> the yeah. super tax, yeah. Yeah, so a part of me, as much as I want to enjoy it, um, <laughs> I'm almost treating it like an investment, which is a, a sin to some people. But yeah, that's pretty much my toy right now. Um, I'm trying to get the Supra to a point where I'm very happy with it, which will probably be never. Yeah, but um, it's always the case, right? It's yeah. a project car. You're never ever going to... It's always something extra you can do. Exactly, but once I get it there, I want to try to build the... Maybe like a Buick Riviera or like an Impala or something like that. So I definitely want to move into that realm. So what do you think between the, with the Toyota and the new Supra then? I think it's a BMW. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's I think it's uh it's pretty cool. You know I love the outside. I love the exterior. But um you know they they use an existing platform and some people hate it. Some people love it. But yeah, I think people wanted uh, Toyota to come out with a passion project, mm-hmm. and I think they ended up making a business decision. And so the internet, uh, yeah, the internet's talking a lot of crap, but we'll see how it sells. You know, it's all about the numbers, I think, for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think it looks good. I got to see one on the road out here. They had oh. one at testing. Oh wow! Oh wow! Um, and it was uh, it wasn't in camo. Oh, I wouldn't say it was in the paint. So it was right. it was all black. It looked real good driving. I will say that. And I think I mean I think it'll be a great car to drive. Yeah, I think so. But we'll, we'll see. Mean, but whether it stacks up in the history side, I don't. Who knows? Uh, where it goes. Yeah, I mean, the, I think it's. I think really, what'll set it back is when uh, maybe when they put in some racing colors. If they put in some throwback liveries and put it on track, I think it'll. Everyone will think a little bit nicer. Yeah, about it. yeah, that might be pretty cool. But I mean, yeah. you know, the 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 two JZ is such a, I mean, historic engine 
and then Fast and Furious and you know, however way you want to go about it. Mm-hmm. So it has I, the cult. Yeah, it has, has the, the cult. cult yeah, it has the cult following. It's, so it's I mean, kind of hard to top that. Yeah, in my opinion, I think no matter what Toyota would have done. <laughs> you know, the it's fans, always, it's the, always gonna be difficult. Yeah, the fans. It's always, not yeah. a four. It's not yeah. a four. Yeah. Nobody would have been happy because it's not a three JZ making a thousand horsepower. <laughs> three JZ. You know, yeah. as you know, yeah. it's it's unrealistic. I think as well. So we just gotta appreciate it and enjoy it, and you know, hopefully, uh, the aftermarket comes in and saves the car. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, me personally, it's a, a two thousand four Scion XB. Ooh. Yes, the original squares. And uh, yeah, I'm the original owner too. I bought it in 2004 and I absolutely love it. It's uh, currently in the garage in pieces because Which I'm... is most cars, so project cars, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm in the process now of actually gutting out the entire rear and I'm building out a projection mapping system for the, uh, for the rear section of the car. Okay. So the goal is to pretty much build out a... Um, a projector that mounts into the rear hatch that opens up and would project onto the interior of the rear and react to music. Interesting. Yes. Now, would that mean, would the music that you'd want to react to, is that the Scion mix CDs that they'd produce? I actually have a bunch of those Scion <laughs> how, mix how many, CDs. How many do you have? Because, I mean, I try to, like, count. I swear there was, like, more than 150. Oh, I don't have that many, but I do have, I would say, maybe about six of them. Yeah, and because um, they were honestly, I mean, I've had disagreements with people over Scion swag in regard to what's the best. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, I think the Scion Mixedes for me was my personal favorite. I agree. But uh, the lip balms, popular, and the socks. I never got the socks. I do have the uh, the sweatbands for the wrists. Oh, and actually, it's around. One, actually, my brother had a TC, and uh, I had gotten a package of them, and both of our cars are stick. So we each put one around our, our uh, shift knobs, ah. which is pretty funny. So I still have mine, and um, his went when he sold the TC. I was like, why didn't you tell me? I would have taken it. But any, either way, like, those are like pretty much you know, the coolest stuff that I had found. Uh, maybe those little pullback re- uh, spring cars that they had as well. Yeah, I think I've also got one of the uh, helmets from one of their drift drivers as well. Um, that's much cooler. <laughs> Not that's only a small one. Cooler. Only a small one. Oh, okay. I'm oh, thinking like the yeah, actual. No, it wasn't, wasn't like the actual. No, that'd be a bit too cool. No, if they were giving those out, I mean, geez. Uh, yeah, that, that's that, yeah. I do remember that I, I once went on a Scion like test drive mm-hmm. where they gave me ten dollars to go to a gift certificate for Amoeba if I went and took a car for a drive. Huh. And I thought that was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. That's cool. They they really Scion was a really awesome brand. Like they really hit the market just yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I just like the idea that they had for the time when they came out. I think it was maybe still... I still think it's ahead of the curve kind of things of where it was going and where I, it is now. I agree. I was very saddened when they shuttered it, you know, but... Yeah. What are you going to do? Wow. Yeah, I know. It's probably spending too much on mixed CDs and lip comps <laughs> and everything else. It's, too it's much, quite possible. Too much on fans. accessories and not enough on the actual, you know, yeah. engineering. Oh, man. Well, for me, I've always been a Honda boy. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm a Honda kid. Um, I have an EK that me and my brother have been working on for a while. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we finish it soon. <laughs> How long has it been working on for a while? Uh, a I'm while, a while. In total, maybe like a year or two. Oh, that's not too long, yeah. then. Yeah. It's not too but long. It's not but running yet. That's so, barely starting. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it's going to be a while. <laughs> okay. But no rush. You know, you can't rush perfection. <laughs> so, what are you looking to do to it, then? Or what's looking to, to Just, happen? Just, uh... Simple resto mod Honda, mm-hmm. you know, kind of keep it classy, you know, JDM. Mm-hmm. Nothing cr- too crazy, 
no track, none of that. Just simple stuff, you know. Make it look nice. Yeah, like nice and 90s. clean. Yeah, yeah, nice and clean. That's that's my motto. And then I daily a TSX, which I'll be I'll be working on soon also after the hatch. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So a second project. Huh? Yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as you don't run out of garage spaces, you're okay, right? Exactly. And then, so what about in regards to events? What events then are you guys looking forward to for this year that we just sort of touched on, but the ones that you're really sort of looking forward to attending? Um, you know what? This year, um, there's just a lot of um, car shows that we're trying to figure out our time to, to go ahead. And like I said, the racing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the... Um, the largest uh, events that we're trying to focus on, I mean, maybe not this year, it doesn't fall into 2019, but we're trying to focus on going to Tokyo Auto Salon. Okay. So trying to go next year to Japan, spend two weeks in Japan and kind of experience everything that it has to offer and do the meets and Daikoku and the meets mm-hmm. and, um, you know, have some to have some fun at Tokyo Auto Salon and then just experience the, the, experience the country. And I think that next year is, uh, that's when they've got the Tokyo Auto Show as well, I think, right? Yeah, so... Well, the, the Tokyo Auto Salon is around the second week of January, I believe. And then I think also in 2020, the Olympics are going to Japan as well. Yes. So I know they're preparing for a lot of visitors. It can be a little busy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be a crazy year. Yeah, I think the, the Olympics will be further back. But I thought the Motor Show, I think, is like the third or fourth week of January. I know it's pretty soon after the uh, Auto Salon. Yeah, you're right. I think it's a few weeks after. Yeah. But uh, yeah, right now we're just focused on the Auto Salon. I know because even I was thinking about trying to get over there for it because I have a feeling that there might be a new Z car coming. Mm. Oh, okay. Because it's 50 years mm. since the... That should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be anywhere, it'll be there, so... Yeah, Absolutely. I figured that's where they might want to surprise someone with it. Yeah, definitely. That would be a lovely surprise then, yeah. especially if we're there for it. But yeah, I think so also... even more of an incentive to go now. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Drag <laughs> oh, it out, drag definitely. it out the trip. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's, that's something that we're focusing on. So more so, I think, than any local events or even within the states i mean you know we can bounce around and we kind of just play it by ear and mm-hmm. pretty much what's going on i mean the races are pretty standard you know most races are pretty much set in, in their dates and whatnot but right now i think um i'm just starting to focus on bucket list items so we want to do tokyo auto salon uh the next one we want to go is to the goodwood mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then i i personally want to go to shoot the isle of man uh so for Goodwood, is that to go do the revival or the Festival of Speed? Probably the Festival of Speed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. So I want to focus on that as My well. My father would say that you should go to the revival. Oh, hey. I mean, if that's well, what so it is. That's just making you go to the Just do maybe one, yeah. one year, one yeah. the other. It's, it's very yeah. possible. It really depends. Because like, right now, I think we're planned up to, I think, what, June? Yeah, pretty much Give or June. take. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what we're at. June and then just skip to Taz. Yeah. So it's kind of like... You know, we're just, you know, again, just try to figure out where we're going to go with the rest of it. We'll always hit the local shows as best as we can. But as far as travel-wise, we just got to, you know, kind of pick and choose to see how we spend the rest of the year. And then, so what are some of the local shows that you guys like? Or if someone's going to Florida, with you being in the different parts, which of the shows or the areas that you recommend people go? I mean, say, for example, all I know is, like, Amelia Island, like, in March... Yes, that's, that's barely we, Florida. Yeah, that's barely Florida. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we may do that as well. Um, you know, we've we've been blessed to do uh, some work with uh, Petrolicious in the past. Mm-hmm. So you know, we might be out there, and maybe we'll be able to work with them and whatnot. So you know, that's definitely a little a little fancier. So if you want to see something along those lines, I mean, that's that's, I mean, that's, that's an incredible one. Event. That's the only one that 
uh, Kiwi lets me go to with a fancy event. So it's like she's like if it's not fancy, she's not going. Well, she's cla- gotta... she's classy girl. Exactly. Exactly. So that's definitely something that's pretty cool. As far as uh, local events, it really depends. It really depends on what you're into because you know, like like any other state, there's your your pretty much standard car shows, mm-hmm. um, local track days, track events, and things like that. So um, honestly, I I don't want to really put one name over the other right now because there's just so much variety and there's there's always a lot of change but um yeah it really just depends on it really depends on what you're into but florida has an incredible racing scene Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of um pretty big uh drag racing events and roll racing events that happen uh at palm beach pretty much at orlando and, and things like that so um definitely if you're into racing um there's a lot of different um of of different plans that you can make like FL2K in, yeah. o- in October. Exactly. Usually it's on yeah. my birthday, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's either we try um, to go that F- weekend or FL2K not. is a very popular drag racing event. Um, that racing channel, uh, you know, my buddy Javier runs that, and they do a lot of roll racing and street racing events. Um, you know, not not street racing, but street racing style events on the track. Yeah. Um, so can you explain a little bit to the people that don't know uh, what roll racing is? Uh, so pretty much roll racing. If anyone's racing the street, you know, you go on the highway and you start at about forty or sixty miles an hour, and then you go exactly and, the speed limit, right? And you and go then you exactly the speed limit, <laughs> and, you uh, and whoever gets to the speed limit first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, people have done that. It's on the internet. It is what it is. And there's um, so for example, uh, our buddy Mario, he runs a big brand called Street Racing Made Safe, mm-hmm. and his goal is to pretty much keep keep people off the street. You know, and which is a very admirable. Thing yeah, to do. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, he has, it's a he, great he thing. has an incredible safety first is what we yeah, like yeah. to recommend. There. Absolutely, Not safety third, safety first. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, and he has he has an incredible brand, and he's put something together that's really special. So you know, he'll just take that style of racing, um, and bring it to the track, and it's actually been pretty popular because even across the United States and Texas and other places, uh, it's been catching on. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though I think there's. Um, you know, you go on the internet, you'll have your arguments that roll racing is not real racing and you got to go from the dig and you got to do legitimate drag racing. But you know, let's be honest. I mean, you know, real drag racing puts a lot of wear on the car yeah. and some people don't want to do that. And it's, you know, it's just giving them an opportunity to, you know, enjoy their car in a way that they that they want to. So, yeah, definitely that's something that's catching on everywhere. But Florida has a lot of those events going on very often. So if you're into racing, um, in that sense where it's like you're racing your own car and it's a lot more relatable and a lot more intimate like there's just so many events that you can go to and as far as if you're into you know much a much larger magnitude of racing than the hsr which is the historic uh the historic racing classic is that what it is the the, the i forgot i forgot the exact year and models that they race at that event i think it's like i think it's like early 70s yeah or like so, late 60s up and you, you do see some amazing stuff out there i mean yeah, so Daytona is obviously the host of a lot of those mm-hmm. classic events with the Rolex 24 and whatnot. Yeah. So if, you know, if you're into that, you know, that's obviously something that Florida always has available, which is yeah. really cool. And there's always the IMSA and NASA races as well. So And those are mostly down in Homestead and uh, or up in Sebring as well. Yep. Uh, Brendan is our main motorsports guy, and he handles a lot of those uh, events, and he loves going out to those and some incredible stuff that he pulls out of it. So it's it's really cool to have. He knows pretty much all the teams, and he works with a lot of them, which is which is great. So there's a lot of uh, relationships that he's set up there. Mm-hmm. And then, so if someone's wanting to reach out to you in regards to looking at maybe helping them with a website, for example, what's the best way for them to find you guys? 
Uh, right now, pretty much the culture dot com, you know, and then our, our Instagram, which is the Karis culture. We try to name everything <laughs> the same. Hey, it's but, the way to go, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. But pretty much, uh, go to the main website or to our social media, and yeah, you'll be able to reach out to us. Uh, right now, our website is currently a blog, mm-hmm. but we're in the middle of redesigning it, and the next launch of it is going to be much more of a agency style site where we're going to be promoting more of our actual technical work okay and i don't i guess you could say we're slowly moving away from the blog mm-hmm. we're still going to you know tell those stories and kind of represent that as a passion project aspect of the brand but we're definitely um because our business is growing and we have a lot more work lined up uh we're focusing on that because that you know it's fun and it makes money and then yeah. of course and uh, look it's nice to have real millions rather than just podcast millions <laughs> of course <laughs> of course and that's that's the other thing too is like it's not only like the blog will always be there we'll mm-hmm. always have that but the other thing too is like we want to tell the stories about our experiences with our clients like i was talking about the 330 you know try to give you like the the shortened version of it but you know, tell those through case studies, uh, and then also like the experiences that we have with Wolf Creek. Like talk about how that whole thing unfolded and what we did and all that. So that's our main thing is continue telling stories. But how we've used how our storytelling techniques, if you will, with clients, mm-hmm. and by saying like this is how these things work and how how can we work with you in that case. And then what about for your personal stuff? Are we allowed to talk about that? Just give a shout out to Instagram. Uh, well, my personal Instagram is cc underscore minus, and it's pretty much about my car. <laughs> Look, and yeah, aren't, aren't they all like that yeah, personal one? Exactly. About that? Um, <laughs> I mean, Kiwi's obviously about her, so it's a little bit different. She doesn't really drive yet; she's still too young. <laughs> uh, yeah, she looks like she has some experience. And and uh, mine is uh, Nerd Media, and it's pretty much barely it's barely used. It barely used. Barely but... used. It's mostly because I'm just usually posting everything with with the main Karis Culture account. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, when I do post things, I try to post not cars. Oh, okay. So, like, I think the latest thing I posted was a picture of my cat from, like, <laughs> from like last month, you, you know? Go. So, it's like... And then mine is Ryan underscore illicit. Oh, okay. Don't ask why. <laughs> um, it used to be Miami underscore illicit. Okay. So, I made a switch to my name, made it more personal, you know? Sure. Yeah. Made a little less illicit kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Still yeah. keeps some illicitness. Yeah. I don't want FBI on me, you know. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the worst. <laughs> but um yeah, I think I think I think for us, at least for myself, um I'm not in a position where I want to focus on building a personality. Mm-hmm. I think we just want to build a build a brand and build a business. I mean there's enough people out there building, you know, creating personalities and, yeah, there's and enough, doing their own thing. There's certainly enough uh, people out there. That you can follow if you want to follow them for the Instagram person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So we, um, yeah, we just pretty much move. We try to to direct everything towards the brand. You know, it's not really about the individual success. I mean, you know, it, we all have our our personal accounts and we do our thing. But I try to guide everyone towards the brand because that's what's most important. You know, the stronger we make the brand, you know, the more successful everyone can become because of it. Look, it's a good work being a collective. And look, Absolutely. The, the the way you're going, it looks like you're making moving leaps and bounds, and it looks like you're going to be very very busy in 2019 and beyond. Yeah, we're 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 very blessed to to be in that position, and we feel that the future of of technology and companies are moving away from, you know, having like a physical location and mm-hmm. having one company and paying employees. Like everyone that's involved with us has their own business. Right. You know, we just have the umbrella corporation that kind of we use as the platform to reach out to people. You know, it's always good to have one source. It makes mm-hmm. it easier Certainly. for tons yeah, of people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're all individual companies. 
yeah. you know, we believe that that formula and that structure is 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 the future yeah. of 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 a lot of technology groups, and we're just you know using that right now, and we're moving forward with that. It's like a collective of specialists. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the way that I like to look at it. We call on the people that we need to to do the you know the surgery that needs to be done in that case and it's, it works out very well yeah i mean i like the stuff so if i like it i'm sure everyone else gonna like it but <laughs> yeah, we hope so yeah but uh, with that being said guys i don't want to certainly keep you from your drive your commute down and you've obviously got your passports because you need to go across the border there to the orange county right so, yes of course because <laughs> uh, this thank, time <laughs> yeah thank you so much again for making the time it's been an absolute fantastic conversation with the three of you and I just hope you guys have fun tomorrow. No, thank you very much. We're really excited. Yes, thank it's going to be a pretty, a pretty long day, but we're 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 excited to to do it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's work, but if you enjoy work, then it's not, it's really not work. work all yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, Definitely. there's still some, but there's still a point. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, no one likes getting up super early, but still, you know, it has happened. Yeah. But anyway, no, thanks again, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. <laughs>